This episode of Rick and Rick Rule the World is brought to you by Taskin, the first name in ultra-stylish, premium-quality travel gear, like the exquisitely designed Taskin 1 expandable backpack. With nine practical variations, the Taskin 1 is always the right size for wherever life takes you next. Save 30% on your next purchase when you use the promo code RNRTAKE30. That's R&R-TAKE30 at TaskinSF.com. Next up on an all new Rick and Rick. The Mighty Thor is back with Love, Thunder, and Geico Insurance. Whoa. Oscar Myers' fresh new bacon ads are made from scratch and sniff. Plus, the latest <laughs> intel on the best times to post to social media, all new loaded questions, and a whole lot more. And it all starts right here, right now. On the one show where everybody's Rick on the uptake, and everybody rules the world. Hey everybody, welcome to an all new episode of Rick and Rick Rule the World. This is Rick Matheson, and I am joined as always by my good friend, Patrick Stewart. I, I mean, Rick Wooden. How you doing, Rick? I'm doing great, man. I, I just got back from the beach. I'm sunburned and just completely relaxed. So I'm ready for today's show. So you were down in Laguna, right? Laguna Beach? Yeah, I went down to Laguna. You know, it, it's kind of crazy. I was uh, I was, I was, was talking with my mom and apparently our her, her side of the family, they've been going there for 77 years, basically everybody's whole life. And uh, it, they started going there where it was just a little artist commune on the on the coast and for the years it's changed a lot now it's kind of got into some fancy thing but you know it's not the place that started being but it, it's cool i like i haven't been in four or five years and it was great to be back and to see family that i hadn't seen in at least before covid yeah, used to go quite a bit. I, I really love Laguna, and my, my uncle lived there for a time. I don't know if I've told you this story before. One time when I was a teenager, so I'd spend like most, you know, spring breaks and big chunk of summer down in Southern California, and Laguna Beach was a place that we'd like to go to quite a bit. And one day, I'm maybe 15, I'm walking on that main boardwalk right there at the, you know, the main beach, and these two gorgeous young women were walking down the boardwalk, and I noticed they're holding hands, and they turned to each other and took totally started making out. And so I was like Eddie Murphy in that movie where he plays like all the characters and one of them was a grandma and she goes, I I, I like lesbian. (laughs) Oh man. But anyway, so you had good weather? Yeah, we had fantastic weather. Sometimes July can be a little bit too hot, but it was not. It was definitely like mid to high 70s the whole time we were there. Wasn't too humid, nice and cool at night. So everything was just fantastic. It was a a great trip. Fantastic. Well, I'm glad you had a good time. And hopefully everyone's in for a good time with this all new episode. And we're going to kick things off with a little segment that we like to call Rick and Rick Radar Love, where the long-haired space Viking named Thor is kicking some serious Asgard at the box office. And I don't know if you caught this, Rick, but that's Batman himself who's playing Al Gore the God Killer. Oh, no, I didn't. Oh, that's pretty funny. Yeah, it looks like a great movie. And this one kind of snuck up. I knew it was kind of out there, but uh, I watched the trailer. It looks really fun. Yeah, you know, I saw the first commercials for this when it came out and it didn't grab me at first. It was like they were trying to make it into, you know, some sort of a romantic thing, which didn't really work for me. You know, 
know, that, you know, him skipping through the fields and flowers and whatever. But I think they were trying to set up a, a you know, kind of a, an ironic setting for, for the next couple of uh, commercials. And so I've really enjoyed the different commercials that have come out since then. And so I'm, I am actually kind of eager to go and, you know, see how all the different characters come together to make this happen. I'm, I'm pretty excited. Aren't the Guardians of the Galaxy in this one too? Yes. Fantastic. Yeah, the Guardians of the Galaxy are absolutely in this one. And uh, actually, uh, one of my favorite scenes from Guardians of the Galaxy is where they picked up Thor in, in space. And yeah. so I'm, <laughs> I'm eager to see how that works because that was, what was it, a, a pirate angel baby or something like that? Do you remember that? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, I think I saw somewhere where there's a scene in this one that Thor and Space Lord are having something and they're looking at each other in each other's <laughs> eyes. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's actually pretty funny. I've seen a couple extended cuts of that particular commercial and Star Lord is, you know, kind of going off and doing his monologue. Then he's talking about friends and the importance of people that you love and care about. And, and of course, Thor keeps stepping right between him and everybody else, trying to stare him in the eye. It's just awesome. Yeah. You know, I didn't realize this. I just read it recently that a big part of the reason there was such a tonal change in that last Thor, the Ragnarok one, was because of Chris Helmsworth. He yeah. wasn't really super excited about doing the movie and he wanted it to be a bit more fun. And this director uh, and writers took it you know, to the max in the last one. So I'm hoping it's as good or better than that one. Yeah, me too. I looked at Rotten Tomatoes. It does look to be a little bit of a disconnect between moviegoers and critics in this one. I think the moviegoers give it an 85% fresh, but the total meter number is 68%, which still isn't bad. No, that's not bad at all. So, you know, this is going to be a tough one to follow because it's 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 coming in close to Doctor Strange and the multi Multiverse of Madness, uh, which had a completely different tone. And, and, and in fact, I, I've seen a couple of memes that are floating around yeah, just basically yeah. saying, hey, people, this is supposed to be, you know, like a fun film, leave your brain at the door and just go enjoy it instead of critiquing it. So I, I do have a feeling you're right. I, the people are being pretty critical and it's going to be interesting to see how it works out. Yeah, it could be really stupid, but if you kind of go in thinking it's going to be stupid, you can find the, the joy in the stupidity too. <laughs> so I'm really looking forward to that. And I'm looking forward to talking about some of the marketing behind Thor Love and Thunder, which we're going to tackle right after this short break. So stay tuned. Hey, Rick and Rick Nation, don't forget to check out our website at rickandrick.com. It's double the Rick in just one click at rickandrick.com. And we are back, Rick Matheson and Rick Wooten, and it is time for the good, the bad, and the marketing, and we're going to keep things on Thor here. So it has been a long time, Rick, since I've seen quite this many movie marketing cross-promotions. Here we've got the Thor's Next Door commercial for Geico, a Thor Love and Thunder Weapons for Wellness spot for California almonds, Chris Hemsworth's brother Luke masquerading as Chris in the Thor costume, and then there's a thunderous new Happy Meals commercial. I don't remember the last time I saw quite so many cross promotions. You know, me too. And I was really surprised by this. And I was trying to decide if it's an indicator that people are back in theaters. So folks are, are willing to invest more into these kind of promotions. Or if it's just that these brands are doubling down because this is a good opportunity for them to get back into big time advertising after being kind of slow for the last couple of years due to the overall COVID thing. So I don't know. I I'm so conflicted. I haven't seen anything yet to say why, you know, so many 
any big, big sponsors, Geico or McDonald's, California Almonds, why, why they all got behind this and just really threw a lot of money at it. In general, I'm skeptical of these types of things being of much benefit to the other brands. I see Thor being promoted in these, but lots of brands do it and they must have some metrics attached to them. So I'm sure it must be a positive ROI, but I don't know. This is a lot of them. Well, you know, a, a lot of times though, if you do an ad like this, take uh, Geico as an example, and you put that much effort into it, you could usually get some of the money for your ads from Marvel in this case, you know, for the folks that are pushing the film. So it, it ends up being kind of like a co-marketing thing where both are throwing dollars in and, and they're getting a lot more airtime than they would if they did it individually. Yeah. And given just the affinity for people who love this character, you have to imagine it's a plus. Had to been worth it in some way. Yeah, it's true. That's true. And I think this is a really fun commercial, so kudos to everybody. All right, also interesting, we've talked about this brand not too long ago. Oscar Mayer isn't always a wiener. To promote its, <laughs> to promote its bacon, processed meat and cold cut brand Oscar Mayer is out with a new scratch and sniff style magazine ad campaign. And this was from Media Post, and there's even a grease stain watermark on the page following the scratch and sniff ad, as if all that olfactoral bacon fat had seeped through to the next page, which I thought was an excellent touch, but what a great idea. Being able to smell bacon? Oh, totally. How do you not go have bacon if you smell bacon? Uh, 100%, right? I mean, like like just thinking about bacon's got my mouth watering. I, I thought this was cool. You know, I, I kind of had forgotten about Scratch and Sniff, to tell you the truth. I'm used to, like, when you pick up a magazine, particularly if it's like a lifestyle magazine, you usually have, like, some perfume or cologne brand, and so you get some sense out of the magazine when you open it up, and, you know, you, you've got those pages in there. But how awesome is that? to pick up a magazine and flip the page and you smell bacon. I mean, oh, that's that's awesome. And, and you know, and it's got us talking about it, right? Because this isn't like it's new technology. Like, people have been doing scratch and sniff since we were in, you know, elementary school. But it, all of a sudden, it's... It's kind of like bringing back the old school. Yeah, well, and it's something that you're not going to be able to do in digital yet. I, you know, it's taking advantage of something that we just haven't seen for a while. And plus, come on, bacon. And what we were talking about last time with the brand was the Wiener Mobile, I think. But this Media Post article said there were other creations like a Wiener cake and a bologna face mask. I, have you seen these before? No, I had not seen these bologna face masks. But apparently, like, not only is this a thing, but it's also an Amazon. <laughs> So, I don't know. Well, it's it's kind of like a, what was the what were we talking about in the last one? It was the, the Velveeta cheese fingernail paint. I mean, like this is this is kind of in the same vein. I mean, that's how awesome is that? Uh, although I, I I do have to tell you, I I, I do want the Wiener rake. I mean, <laughs> I was, uh, I'm trying to figure out what that is. Make, 12 hot dogs at once. Oh! It's for grilling your dogs, man. Brilliant. What a great idea. I want one too. By the way, I just looked it up and there literally is a Oscar Mayer face mask on Amazon. Wow. But I, I love it when brands bust out and do something like this. Like everybody everybody's like so tight in a the box these days. Like when you see somebody step out, it's it's just a nice change. Yeah. Yeah, it's really creative stuff. What else is creative is Netflix. They have a new show coming out called Love and Gelato, and it's filmed in Italy. And you sent this story over. It's an Italian news outlet. I, I didn't get the name, but it's reporting that Netflix is out with a campaign promoting this show. And it's about an American girl who goes to Italy to rediscover her origins and encounters some odd cultural disconnects. This particular effort's from an agency called Dude, and the campaign features tips for travelers you know, coming to Italy 
eat, including things like, hey, keep ketchup away from pasta. <laughs> in Italy, anyway, one of the tidbits was don't put pineapples on pizza or cheese on fish. It's great. I mean, if you think about it, Italians, they must see Americans do some very strange things. Totally. They have the one, it's not always cappuccino time. And so basically, if it's before 11 a.m., it's cappuccino time. If it's after 11 a.m., then it's espresso time. <laughs> <laughs> and then they... Uh, they had, it's not a delay if it's less than 15 minutes late. <laughs> so apparently that's a, that's a thing in Italy. So anyways, I just thought this was fun. I, again, I, I just like that they did something a little bit different and, and kind of, you know, busted out. And you wouldn't think that this would be an ad for a TV show. When we come back, it is going to be time for Loaded Questions. So stay tuned. This episode of Rick and Rick Rule the World is brought to you by Taskin, the first name in ultra-stylish, premium-quality travel gear, like the exquisitely designed Taskin 1 expandable backpack. With nine practical variations, the Taskin 1 is always the right size for wherever life takes you next. Save 30% on your next purchase when you use the promo code RNRTAKE30. That's R&RTAKE30 at TaskinSF.com. And welcome back to Rick and Rick Rule the World, Rick Matheson and Rick Wooten. And it is time to play Loaded Questions. This is our quiz to test your knowledge of the latest happenings in marketing, media, tech, and pop culture. Folks can play along at home. And our first question, less than 24 hours after Nick Boris Johnson resigned as Britain's prime minister, which of the following brands were already poking fun at him in advertising? A, Burger King, B, Trojan Condoms, C, KFC, or D, Zoopla. Less than 24 hours after Nick Boris Johnson resigned as Britain's prime minister, which of these brands were already having fun with the spectacle of it all? You know, I actually don't know the answer to this, so... I'm going to guess Trojan. Good guess, but no, the answer here is actually A, C, and D. Not Trojan, everyone else but Trojan. <laughs> Everything but the one I chose. Yes, or at least not yet. That's awesome. So AdAge is reporting that brands wasted no time in skewering Johnson after he stepped down as prime minister amid accusations of lying, parties at Downing Street during COVID lockdowns, and so on, and so on, and so on. So among the highlights, Burger King sent a van with a giant digital billboard roaming around Westminster emblazoned with copy that reads, huh, turns out there is such a thing as too many Whoppers. <laughs> KFC addressed the 50 members of the Conservative Party compelled to resign over Johnson's behavior with a Kentucky Fried Recruitment site with copy such as, former cabinet minister, we're hiring. <laughs> <laughs> and property website Zoopla seized on Johnson's upcoming departure from Downing Street with ads that read, looking for an eight bed with space for entertaining. But seriously, when you're talking about a name like Johnson, get moving on this, Trojan. All right, question number two. According to reports, the purchase of a Tesla Model S or Model X will no longer come with A, any cachet whatsoever, B, key fobs, C, innovation like the kind leaving for Rivian and Lucid, or D, all of the above. According to reports, the purchase of a Tesla Model S or Model X will no longer come with what? Oh, that's a tough one. I know for sure that it's key fob, so I'm not sure about the other ones. All right, you are correct. While some might say it's D, all of the above, the official answer is B. According to ReviewGeek, Tesla is no longer providing a key fob as standard equipment with its Model S and Model X models. You know, don't worry, you can still enter with a key card or app, or you can fork over another $175 for the key fob because Elon has a lot of kids to feed. <laughs> a fair warning, and I, I don't know if you'd heard about this. Ours Technica had talked about this, other pubs in the last couple of weeks. I'm hoping that it's already been fixed. 
fixed. But if not, you might want to think twice before handing over that key card over to a parking attendant, because thanks to a software update that I hope has already been fixed, unlocking the car with one of these key cards also was unlocking the ability to accept entirely new cards with no authentication required and zero indication that a new key had been added. Oh, I had not seen that. That's crazy. Yeah, so I'm assuming that's been fixed, but uh, when I read it, I was, I was shocked. All right, last question. According to a new study, what is the very best time to post to Facebook for maximum global engagement? A, Tuesdays at 3 a.m. Central Standard Time. B, Tuesdays at 10 a.m. Central Standard Time. C, Tuesdays at 12 p.m. Central Standard Time. Or D, Fridays at beer 30. Which of these is the best time to post to Facebook for maximum global engagement? Interesting. Um, well, Tuesday's always been a, like a hot one, uh, Tuesday yeah. at 10 a.m. Yeah. But the question is, are any of the other ones true? I, I know that um, actually there is a kind of a weird window on Friday. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say Tuesdays at 10. You are correct. So the answer is A, B, and C. So this was a study from Sprout Social, and it looks like the best times for posting to Facebook and Twitter are kind of in uh, flux again. They had kind of shifted during the pandemic. They appear to be going back somewhat to pre-pandemic norms. Yeah. But some of this was really interesting. So this particular data that is drawn from is across all industries. So specifics can vary quite differently by category. So don't take it as pure truth. But generally speaking, according to the study, 3 a.m. Central Time Mondays through Friday appeared to be your very best bet, followed by 10 a.m. Central Standard Time and 12 noon Central Standard Time on Tuesdays. You know, and, and also remember that just because you're posting at that time doesn't mean that that's the only time it's going to show up in somebody's feed. Correct. Because, you know, some of these things take a little bit of time to, you know, get some momentum behind them. Yeah. To your point, if you, you post it on time that works for the uh, you know, another region, Europe, as an example, that, you know, by the time it started gaining some momentum, then the U.S. comes on and then it's already in the top, you know, recommendation. So there's a lot to it, is my point. Yes. And again, folks, it is not prescriptive for your particular category. It's a starting point for experimentation. Well, uh, we're going to have to wrap it up here at Rick and Rick. Before we head out, Rick Wooten, why don't you share where folks can find you online? Yeah, you can always find me on Twitter. I'm at Wooten, W-O-O-T-T. Ian, and how about yourself, Matheson? I am at Rick Matheson at Twitter. And of course, you can find all of our social links and hear archived episodes of Rick and Rick Rule the World at rickandrick.com. Until next time, stay safe, keep each other safe, and keep on coming back to the one show where everybody's name is Rick. And everyone rules the world.